Welcome to the Enlightening Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Hamblin. And I'm your co-host, Ashley Schultz. As moms who are currently in the thick of raising kids with big emotions, we know firsthand how challenging their intense behaviors can be. And that a little support can go a long way. This is a non-judgmental community that was created for you or any mom who's feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, or stressed. Each week, either Emily or I will share our experiences, offer practical tips, and interview experts in the field so you can be empowered to help your children with their challenges. Join us as we help you enlighten motherhood. Hello, everyone. This is Emily Hamblin, and welcome back to another episode of the Enlightening Motherhood podcast. Today, we are going to talk about defense mode, when we have kind of gone beyond a bit of fight or flight, and we're kind of defaulting to defense mode in everyday scenarios, the impact that this can have on our marriages, on our families, on our children, and what we can do about it. This is kind of a deep, heavy topic. It's one that's been on my mind for quite a while. I feel like I could record this podcast episode like four or five times and every single time it would be different because I have so many thoughts. I'm really hoping that they come out in a way that is very helpful for you and can bring more light and emotional health to your family. Okay, first of all, let's talk about defense mode a little bit. This is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to be defensive. I am a really amazing defensive driver. I have a very good driving record. I only have one blemish on it. It's an accident that I caused. It was a very dramatic experience. The, the accident itself, we physically, were, we were fine. I'll probably talk about that at another time. But Beyond that, like my driving record's great. I've never received a ticket beyond that. I've never even been pulled over. <laughs> That's probably more luck than anything, just to be honest there. But I'm really a very good defensive driver. When I'm driving, I'm constantly scanning for potential threats, someone that might pull out in front of me, someone that might run that red light, someone that might not stop at that stop sign, even though it's their turn to stop. I'm good at constantly scanning for those threats and reacting to them before they become dangerous for me and my family. It's been a very good skill for us. I'm very grateful for it. And I'm going to continue to be a defensive driver. I feel like it's really served us very well. So in that situation, being in defense mode has really benefited me. It's benefited my family. Um, before I was married and had kids, I traveled quite a bit. I was so grateful. I saved for three years of college. I like scrimped and saved. And anyone that knows me in college will tell you I was like the frugal queen. It was, <laughs> it was almost like, it was bad how frugal that I was, but I scrimped and saved to save enough money to be able to go on a study abroad. And I was able to travel through South America. I was a student in Chile. I got to travel all over to like Argentina, Uruguay, Peru, Bolivia. It was incredible. And I'm grateful for that. I was, I'm also very grateful that I was able to stay safe, that I never really had any traumatic or dangerous experiences happen to me in those travels. One reason was probably because when I was out and about, like walking through the streets of a new country, of a new culture and a new-ish language, that I was in defense mode. I was careful to 
not store my valuables where others could easily grab them. I didn't go to um, certain parts of town. I wouldn't walk by myself when the sun was down. I went in groups when possible, etc. I was in defense mode at certain times during those travels, traveling like internationally as a, how old was I? Like 20, 21 year old. It was very beneficial for me when traveling internationally by myself to be a little bit in that defense mode to scan for those threats. And if a perceived threat came to act in such a way to get myself out from that perceived threat, it was really, it's a good skill. Again, that's a great time to be in defense mode. And I'm very grateful that I have that skill and that ability and that we have that innate wiring in our brain to scan for threats, to look for potential unsafe situations and to try to avoid them. Okay, now we're going to transition though to a downside of having defense mode as a default. I only recently realized how much this tendency to like be extra on edge and look for threats was ingrained in me. Why it's there, maybe I'm just a more anxious person. I don't know. I do have, like I'm neurodivergent. I have ADHD. Maybe there's some wiring going on. I also really do believe that I was raised in a home that had a lot of emotional dysregulation, a lot. It wasn't a healthy, um, emotionally healthy home. That's one reason that I'm so passionate about the work that I do now about making my own home much more emotionally healthy, helping my children develop their emotional regulation and other emotional intelligence skills and helping other parents and families do the same is because I want to break that cycle and I want to help others break that cycle too. I think a lot of that has like sub, all of this is subconscious, right? Subconsciously put me on defense mode a lot in my own family. And I didn't even realize it until recently in my marriage. There's so many times that I took something that my husband said as an attack when it wasn't intended to be an attack so many times. And I immediately came back with like defense mode and rebuttal and anger and fire because I wanted to defend myself from those emotional attacks, even though it wasn't really even an emotional attack, but I didn't realize it till later. There were times where it was hard for me to just listen to my husband's point of view and his side of things because I was so busy thinking of how I could defend my point of view and my side of things. There were a lot of arguments that I started with him or feeling unseen or unheard when none of that was intended on his side. I was just stuck in defense mode as my default and it wasn't serving me as well in marriage. Now, I do say this with a little bit of caution. I know that some people are in relationships where there is a little bit more danger, and I'm really sorry that you're there, okay? And I hope that you're able to reach out and get the help that you need to be in a safe relationship. But for those of us that are in very safe relationships, right, and we find ourselves still being in defense when really there's no danger, we're just kind of perceiving danger that's not there. This is when default into defense mode isn't actually helping us very much. In motherhood, it's really similar. My children not doing what I asked. I would take personally. I took it as a personal attack. Little misbehaviors, disrespect, my children saying things rudely, my children not saying please or thank you when I taught them how to. All of these were 
a lot of reactions that I have had in my motherhood because I was also scanning for threats in my motherhood. I was a little bit hypersensitive to looking for potential attacks on me as a mom. And as a result, I was way overreacting to them. You know, maybe a child, I, I would tell a child, okay, be really careful not to spill your drink. And then they'd spill it. And then I would get upset. Like, I just told you to be careful and not spill it. And I would almost like think that they had spilled it on purpose, not consciously. None of us was conscious. This was subconscious. It's like my subconscious brain would say, oh my goodness, look, you just told them not to spill it. And they ended up spilling it. And obviously they're not respecting you. And then it would like subconsciously go into this defense mode. We need to defend against this because your children need to learn to take your advice because you have such good advice for them or whatever. I don't know what my subconscious brain was saying. I'm just kind of making that up on the fly, but I hope you get this point here that, um, often feeling like really on edge and, and in that, like ready to defend myself by attacking back was really unhelpful in my marriage and in my parenting journey. It has taken a lot of work for me to step back from that and realize, first of all, that they're not attacks, that I was in defense mode. Other ways to be able to handle when those times happen, other things that I can do, reactions that I can have to handle those same moments that are going to feel much better for me, that are going to strengthen my relationship with my husband, with my children and make our home so much better. So if any of this has resonated with you, first of all, I want to say, like, I'm a huge proponent of not adding at all to mom guilt. And I know we have some dads listening. We just don't really say like dad guilt or parent guilt. For some reason, mom guilt resonates more, but mom guilt can apply to dads, grandparents, aunts, uncles, teachers, all of you that are listening or watching this podcast also definitely applies to you. One of the very first things we can do is to have some compassion with ourselves. Like, of course I'm in defense mode. This is what was modeled to me. This is what I thought. It, like my subconscious brain has learned that wives and parents are supposed to do. We're supposed to be watching out for potential attacks in our relationships and being ready to defend ourselves against them. This is what's learned without me even trying. This is the way my brain is wired. And then realizing, you know, what are my triggers? Digging deep to those triggers, finding different ways to realize them and become aware of them. That awareness piece is huge. And let's do it in a self-compassionate way because I do believe that every single parent listening to this is doing their best. I do believe you love your kids. And I believe you just want more strategies and tools to help you show up even better in parenting. So digging deep and being aware of it is huge. Consciously deciding to change it is huge. Working on our mindset, working on our ability to build our body budget, huge. And even having open communication, especially with your significant other, for me, it's my husband, right? And letting him know, I'm so sorry that I attacked you. When you sent me that text and I sent back a really angry text, I felt attacked and, and actually I might even reword that. I know you weren't trying to attack me now. I felt attacked in the moment because of my own defense mode was turned on and I'm learning how to turn it off or how to handle it or how to rein in and manage it better. I'm working on it and I'm sorry that I sent you that angry text in response. I'm working on it and I really appreciate you being there for me while I continue to make progress with myself. We can say the same with our kids. 
I am so sorry that I screamed at you for spilling your water the other day. I know I was feeling frustrated because I asked you not to spill it, but I realized you probably didn't spill it on purpose. And I don't want to scream at you for spilling your water. That's not the way I want to show up. It kind of happened by accident. I'm working on me to find other ways to show up when you spill your water. Having that open communication and just being honest with him. We don't have to hate ourselves. We don't have to take it out on them. We don't have to take it out on anyone. We can just work on identifying it, on uncovering it, and finding other ways to handle the same situations. This takes a lot of work. I'm not expecting you to instantly be perfect at it. I'm not perfect at it, and I've been working at it for a long time. Um, I am a lot better than I used to be. My relationship with my husband and my children is way better than it used to be, and it's going to continue to get better. I'm going to continue to work on it. And I hope the same for you. If you would like some help with this, please hop on my email list at enlighteningmotherhood.com. I send out a Monday motivation email very much in line with this. I also have other offerings and memberships. Right now, the Emotionally Healthy Families membership is closed. You can join the waitlist if you would like to consider joining us in there where we really work on identifying our own triggers building up other skills to handle the intense moments. You can do that at enlighteningmotherhood.com forward slash confident. But I really just wanted to record this episode today to make you aware in case you're struggling with it like I did. It's something I wish that I had been aware of years ago. Like, oh, look, that's me defaulting to defense mode again. And it's not bad that we have that default, the defense mode. It's there to keep us safe. And it's going to serve us if we're in emergency situations, if we ever have to like, I don't know, our plane crashes and we're in the jungle and we have to survive. We totally want to have that defense mode. Like that's when we're really happy to have it, right? And as human beings, our brains will be constantly scanning for threats. That's why if something dangerous were to happen, like we're playing at a park and suddenly this like violent dog shows up, we don't want to have to stop and consider if we should act. We want to just act. And that's where our survival brain is going to kick in and we want to have it there. But we do need to put in some work if we don't want that survival and that fight, fight, or freeze, freeze mode to be taking over at times when really it's not an emergency. It's just, it's like the smoke detector went off because we burned a little bit of toast. There's not really a fire. And we have to learn to recognize, oh, my smoke detector is going off. Is that the steam from boiling macaroni and cheese? Or is it actually an emergency? Right? And... The more we practice and get better at this, the better it is going to help us in our relationships and especially in creating that emotionally healthy family that we all want and that we're all working towards. So I'm so proud of you for showing up today, for listening and for joining me and for um, you know, putting in the work to really create that family environment and the relationships with your children that you really want and to show up as the parent that you're meant to be. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'll see you next week. Wish there were a shortcut to help your child develop better tools to handle their big emotions in a healthier way? Well, there is. Introducing Emotionally Intelligent Kids, a central hub full of new resources each month designed to elevate your child's emotional intelligence in just minutes each week. And the best part? 
Right now, you can get instant access to all of these resources for just $7 a month. Visit www.enlighteningmotherhood.com forward slash kids for all the details. I can't wait to welcome you in.